0: Get your browser on a tip, i.e. Firefox, Chrome, Safari, get on it,
1: get on the Crystal Show right now I
2: am Crystal Hickerson and I would like to welcome you all to the Crystal Show There's too many
1: free meals out here
0: folks Let me pick
2: something, I want the cheddar biscuits, you know what I'm saying
0: I mean it's going to be cool, it's going to be nice, we're going to talk, we're going to get real down and dirty food.
2: Hi guys, my name is Becky, you're on the Crystal Show
3: I didn't quote you on make fun of me I'm laughing at you, I'm
2: laughing with you And a little bit at you People say, well don't talk about religion and politics I say right. yes, talk about it, talk about it Because what do you want to go to a boring cocktail party? <laughs> I don't
0: like her I mean, how how old are we? What grade are we? in?
2: One man, American, climb wave Because the Fed's new Y'all might have to come back
0: And that's going to be a whole different show All together
1: That's what I'm
3: talking about. All right. Make some noise. 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 Make some
2: noise. All right. What's up, everybody? It is Thursday night, and you are right where you ought to be. I am Crystal Hickerson, your host of The Crystal Show, featuring Dre. Um, And thank you so much for tuning in live or listening to the podcast. If you're listening live, and I hope that you are and you want to call in, damn it, um, all you have to do is dial 657-383-0554. That's 657-383-0554. Or you can just simply call that number and listen to the show. Um, but we want you to call in and express your opinion and join the conversation. To connect with us online, all you have to do is like the Crystal Show at Facebook at the Crystal Show One and follow us on Twitter at Crystal Show One. Also you can join in on the live tweet at hashtag Crystal Show Talk. For all the information, including how to be a guest on the show, you must visit our official website, which is com. All right, what's up, Dre? What's happening? The
0: one-man American crime wave is here.
2: Okay. <laughs> well, that's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it has been, a, you know, a crazy week. Get um, Crystallized yeah. So we will uh, get into that later But um, oh my God. First, I am excited Because Next week I've been watching the weather And uh-huh. in just Two days It is going to be back in the 30s And I'm really excited Ooh, high of 30? <laughs> I know <laughs> And then Next week It's going to be in the 40s And Ooh. it's just the it just keeps going up, and I even saw break out the break out the barbecue grill. I even saw forty eight. Oh my god! <laughs> so I am very excited about that, and um, you know it's it's Michigan, so you know we we have to get excited about when when the weather starts turning back towards The sun towards start. We're going back towards the sun. It's a beautiful thing. So I um, am. I'm just very excited about that. So anyway. (laughs) So all right, all right, guys. First of all, um, before we get into the show, I want to make sure that we recognize our sponsors uh, for tonight. And we have three sponsors. We have Akita the Hunter, which is a children's book about an African um, superhero, and. um so that's really great and we're and that is our official sponsor and um we have another sponsor, Mohican biz which they are a um company that helps you with your student loans and the talk to Q radio oh, hey show. Look. Huh? I need a student loan help. Yeah. <laughs> and we have Talk to Q radio show who is um having their um season for upcoming next week, and they are promoting that. So, those are our three sponsors, and let's hear them before we get into the show.
1: Abella Publishing presents Atiki the Hunter. It's a journey as Atiki and his magical dust can transform anyone into any animal in the forest. Atiki is the first African American action hero, and he wants you and your child to join him on his adventure. This book is beautifully illustrated and gets children excited about reading. Visit www.abellapublishing.com to get a copy for your child today and be a part of this wonderful world of a tiki. www.abellapublishing.com is where you can order today.
2: Do you have student debt? We offer neither debt refinancing nor consolidation. What we offer is student debt obliteration. How? Freelancing your way out of debt. Become a freelancer on our site, Mohican.biz. Only those owing student debt and residing in the U.S. can register any company or individual can post jobs on the site furthermore mohegan.biz strives to bring those individuals still carrying student loan debt together with those institutions who educated them as well as those who provided the financing to make their education possible thus we will promote our registered freelancers with banks universities and many other organizations including the federal government The idea is for these institutions to outsource work by posting jobs at mohegan.biz, to which our registered freelancers would then apply. Please visit mohegan.biz for more information. Thank you.
3: Every woman has a physical gift that they may display more than other physical attributes. It can be a nice pair of lips, a nice set of breasts, nice looking legs, and last but definitely not least in my book, a nice round booty. However, I just want to focus on the booty. Now, the booty craze got hyped when J-Lo became popular and it completely spiraled out of control when Kim Kardashian hit the same. Now, just like the Please, breast augmentation craze of the 90s, there is a booty augmentation craze occurring these days. We are seeing people with little bodies and big booties. Women who weigh 110 pounds with a booty built for someone who weighs 160 pounds. Where is the motivation coming for all of this? Is a big booty the gateway to success in America now? Is booty the new dollar bill? We will get into that on the season premiere of the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinions. Season 4 starts Tuesday, March the 10th at 10 p.m. Eastern. Go to talktheq.com for more details. Or you can just Google T2Q. Hope to see you there. Peace out.
2: All right. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. <laughs> 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 so, all right. <laughs> so we want to talk about Big Butts. Then mm-hmm. talk to you radio show next week. Coming back for their fourth season. And we Four are currently years, man, that is right, awesome. and we're currently in our third season. So um, mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like it's been that long, but um, we have been. Because you're having fun. Yeah, we're having loads of fun, guys, and you're missing it all because you're not here live talking to us. That's right. Or maybe you I are. Kind of sounds. You're just listening, and um, you're just chilling out, incognito or incognito. <laughs> Droppers. <laughs> right so anyway all right guys so, so let's get into our topic and our topic is is monogamy natural in the human race now as i was going through some of the research about this i found that really it's not <laughs> so only three percent to five percent of roughly five thousand species of mammals including us are known to be lifelong monogamous partners and um we do have some and i I did want to mention because every time i I bring this up with people they always say well look into the to the, the, the wild kingdom and there's plenty of animals who are monogamous and it is natural and blah 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 so i did want to say okay well, let me find out what animals are they referring to, and um, there are some. Our most loyal, or one of the loyal ones, is um, the bald eagle, and I, I find Da-da-da. that interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that bald eagles were necessarily, I mean, I knew they were like grand. I figured they picked the bald eagle because, you know, they looked so regal and, you know, looked like a hardcore kind of an animal, you know? It looks like it, it uh-huh. they just kill you. But anyway, bald eagles mate for life. They display Boy, their life. commitment. Yeah. They fly acrobatic they make acrobatic stunts in the air so and to profess their love for their mate. So they mate for life. So I think that's great. All right. Um the prairie vole, which is a rodent which is a, it's like a large rodent family in the world. But um, the prairie vole will only mate with the female to which he loses his virginity. That's crazy. Wow. That is crazy. After, after that, <laughs> but after that, they, they will screw anything walking. Males will attack any female that's not his first. So I find that interesting. Actually,
0: yeah, especially since the fact that man, if I was, I would have been married to somebody else totally different if I'd have done that.
2: Well, you know what? They, um, I find it interesting because they mate with the one that they find their virginity with, but then they go screw everything else. (laughs) You know, I guess if she gets lost, that's not monogamous, though. That's that's basically a fail. I know, that's kind of interesting. Anyway, black vultures, which I exclusively date, apparently. But anyway. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> black vultures, they don't tolerate promiscuity. They will attack any vultures who are caught philandering. So I guess it would I- Yeah, even within <laughs> their crowds. You know, they say, "Hey, no man, we're not. You're not gonna fuck up on your wife or something." So,
3: <laughs> so that's kind Sorry. of
2: interesting. Yeah. Um, oh, that's hilarious. Let's see. Male red back salamanders suspect mm-hmm. their partner. If they suspect their partner of cheating, they'll physically and sexually harass the females. So I find that without interesting. Without Anita
0: Hill or, or I mean, without Anita Hill or anything. <laughs>
2: Yeah, they okay, will. Right. I, mean, I just think that's the most. So you got the black vultures and the red back salamanders who are pretty aggressive, apparently. And they don't take no right. shit. <laughs> you know, Papa don't take <laughs> no shit. I just have this mental picture of the red back
0: salamander coming <laughs> home from work, right? At the pond, chilling, coming in from work, and then giving Mrs. Red backed salamander a panty check.
2: Oh, yeah, right. Sniffing her out and shit. Like, you know, like uh, where go. you been? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so that's funny. Okay. Um, penguins. Emperor. They have a reputation for sticking by their partner, but in reality, they practice annual monogamy. After every winter, they go in search of new mates. So they're like, kind of like the guys I've dated before. They just kind of hang out to, with you while they're cold. But when summer comes, right after Valentine's Day, they leave. Or usually,
0: right before. So wait, 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 wait. Okay, wait, wait. So you said annual monogamy. So like yeah. like their anniversary, they're like, "Oh, hey, honey, happy anniversary."
2: Yeah. Okay. See they you later. Is, they, <laughs> see, they don't the penguins like they, they um, they're the ones who take care of the eggs.
0: Yes, the with all birds.
2: Yeah. So. They hang out for that and only, and um, everything else. I guess as soon as summer hits, they're like, you know, what? gee, I'm out. Well, I'll, when okay, I see well, you, I kind
0: of the feel their pain. I kind of feel their pain. Just think, did you ever see March of the Penguins?
2: I haven't, and I and I was thinking, damn, I'm gonna watch March of the Penguins just okay. for this.
0: Okay, <laughs> March of the Penguins. Okay, check it out, right? March of, dude, March of the Penguins. While Mama was out getting food, Daddies were mm-hmm. babysitting. They're mad at that point because they're all mm-hmm. huddled together in this big circle, and they're, they're sitting on one egg, you know, and like, cold, oh, dude, hey Jack, you know what? Yeah, I'm, dude, I'm Fred, I'm cold. I'm like, come on, I hope we'll these chicks get back soon, Jim, cold. And then mom comes back with food in her mouth. They're like, you know, I'm out, man. I can't deal with you anymore. You you left me with, with Junior. You're noticing my kid, really. And I got to go. I'm trying to, you know, I got to do some stuff on my own. I have to find myself. So I'm leaving you right now with the baby. Don't ask for child support. <laughs> that's, that's, just, that's just my opinion. Well, uh,
2: now in this movie, do they talk in this movie?
0: No, penguins don't talk. No, this like, is actually so, a documentary. Yeah, no, I know. This
2: is, but the, I, so they have. And like I think Morgan, or something?
0: the great Morgan Freeman,
2: yes, yes is the narrator. Okay.
0: So yes. can you imagine, you know, Morgan Freeman narrating March of the Penguin? That's just awesome to oh, me.
2: Really? Okay. Well, he has a great voice, so he has one of those recognizable kind of a things. Um. All right. <laughs> African antelopes. Um, they have a permanent pair bond, and males of the African antelope do not mind parenting. So that's that's rare in the human world. See? Um, <laughs> but it happens see? in the species. Okay? There's parenting going on in Africa. <laughs> yeah, there see? are. They're, yeah, in the wild. And let's see, we yeah, wolves. Wolves are um, to death. Really? And uh yeah, they say they start breeding at the age of two and they build their pairs in their wolf pack. Uh, by having mm. a new litter every year. Most wolves don't experience um reproductive right um oh. <laughs> Yeah. And can, they can have babies <laughs> until they die. So they, they, they're virile, you know, all the way until death. But that's why they're wolves, they're- man, They're dogs, you know. <laughs>
0: There's there's no there's no there's no wolf menopause going on up in there.
2: Nah nice. nah nah. So the term lone wolf is because you know uh, they stay single, and um, they're usually either looking for love if they're alone, or they're mur- mourning their dead partner. Mm-hmm. You know, so wow. So if you see a lone wolf, you know, kind of feel sorry for him because he's. He's alone for it by you know I mean, kind always dot com by, by choice <laughs> yeah wolf dot com or something wolf dot <laughs> wolf ma, wolfmatch dot
0: com hey my name is Rex I'm you know I, I got a bushy tail
2: and I love <laughs> the ladies you know <laughs> text me <laughs> oh my god so you know so that's kind of interesting because they have this like pack mentality you know they they're more of like the community family based you know because when you think about see that kind of gives you a different um perspective i think on twilight because in twilight you had um the wolf pack and um then you had the vampires which were cold you know dead humans basically and so you know so that's why they were more together and they And they bonded. They had, like, this imprinting thing. So
0: that's kind of interesting. Did you really just just correlate that (laughs) between wolves and werewolves? Yeah. The fact that you you made a Twilight reference about this. Hey,
2: let me tell you something. I actually (laughs) like Twilight. I did. At first, I didn't. But I sat down and I watched it from the beginning to the end. I did a marathon, and now I totally get it. I liked it. I, I like shit like that, though. Uh, okay. I don't like vampires, actually. So this is the first vampire movie that I actually liked. Well, except for Dracula, I did like Dracula, uh, the remake and whenever it was it came out. So, yeah. Um, uh, Under Underworld wasn't didn't suit your fancy at all. And Underworld was okay. It was okay. <clears throat> um, it didn't totally suck. It was. I liked the girlfriend, but you know.
0: They were yeah. long. The movies were long, though. I don't know what it was. They just seemed long to me, but they, got, well, they, they milked it for as long as they could, and they sink It sucks
2: Well, yeah, I thought they were going to go in a better, I think it was, um, I think it was n- number three, the, the third one, or the second or third one. I think it was the third one. The one with Michael Ely in there. hmm That one was, um, that one was actually okay. It wasn't too bad. Anyway, okay, back to our list. Get off the wolf pack. Um, Beavers, um, they're actually monogamy. They're socially monogamous. That's more in line with what we are. Humans are more socially Socially
0: monogamous. monogamous. Yeah, we'll talk about
2: that in a minute. Explain that term. Okay, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, Barn owls are 90%. They're also socially monogamous. Um,. And let's see angel fish, so the, in other words, there are you know um am, animals out there that are monogamous. there's not a lot of them, oh yeah, and swans, how beautiful is that? Swans are um very monogamous as well they're very com- they are committed to them, but social monogamy means that it's not a part of. It's not a biological thing. It's more of a cultural thing. It's um, like you you get together for a purpose, a reason, as opposed to for um, that is part of your species. Right. Um, so, so that's really what humans are. Humans are socially monogamous, and not biologically and um, but we I find that humans are oh, what's the word they're contradictory in their in their monogamous you know kind of seat, the way they are, you know it's, it's more um on the one hand on the one hand, we're monogamous, but on the other hand, we're very promiscuous as well, and oh, yeah. um. And so, but, so anyway, so why do some mammals become monogamous um, and actually has, you know, some of the research that I found has nothing to do with loving someone and being in love or whatever?
0: Well, I think think it comes down to the mechanics, if you will, of... Coupling is, I guess, whatever that is, that's the word, coupling or procreation or whatever. The mechanics mm-hmm. of it, the physical, physiological stuff of it,
1: <clears throat>
0: as far as the senses goes to the human body, yeah, I think that's probably why. Now, when you get to the mental aspect of it, the emotional side of it, yeah, you want some or at least some people, they want to be in a monogamous, committed, long-term relationship. But... I, I, it's some people. The the disconnect is when they separate the head games, if you will, from the, the physical game. That makes any sense. So if you have okay, we 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 we're supposed to be. In, if you look at it from a moral standpoint or whatever, yeah, we're supposed to be with one person, one person only, at least one person at a time. You know, right. depending on how liberal you are. You know, <clears throat> so. On a conservative view, you one person forever, and then that's supposed to be it for life, from de- you know until death do us part, and all that stuff like that. Now, mm-hmm. that has to tie with a lot of emotion involved because of the fact that yeah, we by by nature, by as primitive as we can get, we're still mammals. We we still have we still have the urge. Now our only difference is that we don't have mating season. Unless, you know, I mean, we just do it any day that ends, and why? So, you know, we don't have, like, okay, but he's going in. <laughs> I'm go, My girlfriend's going into estrus, so I'll be gone for a week, you know, so or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we don't have that. We have that thing where we just, you know, flip a switch. Hey, how you doing, babe? And then, you
1: know, hey, how you doing, girl? How you doing? I'm, I'm doing good. Come in, girl.
0: You know, whatever. And then, you you know, bang, <laughs> bang, 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 and you're done, you know.
2: <laughs> well, that's then, all least, least, it's no. interesting because we as women we actually do have a kind of a mating frenzy um hormonally mm-hmm. and we can feel it when it comes on and really? it does it, yeah it does kind of coincide with the um menstrual cycle because for a lot of women um you can tell and everybody most women are different but it's 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 usually the same process because when we're ovulating which is Uh right before the menstrual cycle comes on and right after, you feel more um, sexual and you feel more, you know, yeah, it makes you want to have sex. So, um, and, you know, it just comes when you get hotter or whatever, and the sex itself is more pleasurable at that time because of that. Because of that's when we're ovulating, that's when our eggs are ready and we can feel it in our bodies. And so that's why, you know, like if you're trying to have a baby, then those are the times that you should be having sex. Because you will probably get pregnant at that time. So, yeah, yeah, I can always tell. <laughs> so there's like a science to it even. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our bodies are nothing but so making al- machine. You can
0: always tell. So what? So what are you telling? What are you telling America right now?
2: <laughs> I'm telling you can. You can always tell. You know, and I think you know, men should pay attention to. Um, okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Mate. Wait. 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 All right. You time know, out. Actually, men pay attention to when the menstrual cycle is happening, as opposed to knowing that. Right, before. If, right if they're keeping track <laughs> of the woman, um, if they can, you know, because they can time it. If they can time it, then they know that um, mm-hmm. about a week or two before, right before that. See, there's a week in the month. There's only four weeks in the month. There's a week in the month where we are perfectly happy. <laughs> there's nothing going yeah. on with our bodies. Perfectly happy. Feel, yeah, we feel great. But we're not ovulating at that time. But we feel great. And, um, you know, there's nothing chemically going on in our heads. But so but right after that week is over, though, we start going back down that hill into the menstrual cycle. So around in those two weeks, you have to catch her and she's more, you know, wanting to have sex. And then right after the uh, menstrual cycle ends, she wants to have sex, too. It's It's just a burning in the body. That kind of happens. A burning
0: in the body.
2: Yeah. Are you quoting yeah.
0: that phrase right now in 2015?
2: A burning I in the body. I am. A burning in the body. That's your next novel. <laughs> a burning <laughs> in the body by Crystal Henderson. A burning in the body. Well, there oh, are some um, professionals, quote-unquote, who have opinions on why mammals become monogamous like the humans, and this is means social monogamy. And one of them... And this, the thing about it is, is that actually we don't know why, <laughs> but these are the the experts who have decided. Okay, um, these are some reasons possibly. Then they decided that because females had spread out geographically, and so males had to stick close by to fend off the competition. And and you know one of the things, um, and I I didn't put it in here, but one of the things about I read about bears bears have the same kind of of emotion as far as um, they become very competitive and territorial and aggressive um, because there's not as many female as there are males. And that's the same thing as with us. Um, I think we have there's, there's less males or whatever and um, more females. So it's kind of like opposite, but Men tend to be more um, aggressive towards the females. If there's only if there's only a few females around. Like if you're spread out in the in the prairie or whatever, then mm-hmm.
3: you have the to protect.
2: Well, yeah, you know when we spread out, <laughs> whatever. There's only Let's a go few. to a call center. <laughs> <laughs> and so you you know you have to protect that female in order to mate with them and you know have children or whatever so that's one of the reasons why monogamy became essential because you had to protect them and because right. um, we we since we were primates we um, breastfeed our uh, offspring for a long time and um, competing males uh would kill off some of the infants if the dad doesn't stick around to fight them off, and that was in the bear, you know, in bears that's what they did. They would, or the gorillas and, and people like that. They would, they would, um, you know, kind of attack the babies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so the males would have to stick around to protect their young. And well, lions um, do that too. Yeah, so that's the kind of a thing. That's why women in um, in humans, it's all the same. We look for males who can protect us. It's that, that's an instinct of protection. So, and it's and that's, and, and, and I think that's what's happening now in, in our industrial society and, and, and our electronic world, where you know. Those kind we live live different lives, and we have different, you know, everything is different now. But we're still trying to process our instinct, and our instinct is for a female to go after the males who are more, um, who seem to be able to protect us, who can protect Mm -hmm. us, and that's protection physically and financially to secure the home, you know. So that that's an instinct, and um. I think for men though, um, it's a little different for men. It's a little, a little different for you, how you they just go online, right? <laughs> and so <laughs> it, it, that's, that's why we're all screwed up right now because we haven't we haven't evolved really. We're still mainly primitive, and we haven't really well, there hasn't been a like an evolution of the of our of our instincts.
0: Well, I think it's it's more of the. While we the the basic instincts of humans, human beings themselves, the fact that technology has taken over. I mean, it, I mean, think about it. Between mm-hmm. eHarmony, Max.com, dot com, Yahoo, three hundred and sixty, Plenty of Fish, Tagged, uh, Tinder, Facebook, and Twitter.
2: <clears throat> right.
0: I mean, you have, you can, you know, you get one guy that just. Only follows women on Twitter, and mm-hmm. you and and that's all he interacts with, and then he gets to pick and choose from there. This is I'm not saying this is right. I'm not agreeing with it, but it's just that's just how it is. At least it no that's how it no seems to be. No, that's I mean true. now I'm sure that I mean, but but you know you have you know the guy that you know basically it's almost like a hunter gatherer thing. Only thing only difference is we're not out. Hitting the over the club and dragging him back to the place with our with by the hair, we're just going online. That's only different, right?
2: Right, and I know for women, if they feel like, well, I should be able to do the same thing as a man does, but actually, no, you really can't. And it's and it's a cultural thing. It's a social thing. Um, now, humans on the on the on the basic we. We do have a strong pair bond. We do like to pair up, and um, mm-hmm. however, we are not a monogamous species by nature. We are more um, polygynous, or poly-, poly. What is it? Polygynous. Poly- yeah. Po- something. Polygynous. Many something. <laughs> <laughs> we are polygynous as a, as a species. So, um, males have less to lose than females on having extramarital sex. Having less to lose, it's easier for them to do it. And this is socially, I mean, um, if a man goes out and cheats or whatever, it's pretty much, it's not okay for the woman. However, it's more accepted. She would probably say, well, that's one or two or three times, you know, he went out, but he (laughs) takes care of home." He mm-hmm. takes care of the children. He takes care of the house. He provides us with a, a life or whatever. He has many resources or whatever with the jobs or whatever. So, you know, it's okay. Because the main thing is keeping the family intact. Um, so a woman will probably be okay with that. Now, however, you reverse it. Um, if you reverse it, then men don't accept The fact that a woman has cheated on him—we cannot handle that at all. No. And I, I you want to see a grown man
0: cry and ball up in a corner (laughs) and not eat for a month? Let him find
2: out his wife's cheating on him. You know what? I think that has something to do with um, how men are. As you were saying, the hunter-gatherer thing—that men, primitively, um, are—they have this very territorial aggressive territorial feel. So the things that they have includes their wife and family, their possessions. And that sounds horrible, like they feel that their their wife is their possession. But in actuality, that's kind of how they feel about it. You know, that a woman um, is part of the things that they own and they have. So therefore, if she you know messes that up um hmm. then then he can't uh, handle or understand it. I have heard so many men say things like they their wife would never do certain things or their, you know, main girl or whatever. She would never do this because he has in her in his mind this angelic creature. Um uh-huh that is not really real. He doesn't see her as a regular human being or he doesn't see her as um as he sees himself or his friends. He doesn't see her, you know, uh-huh. he doesn't think that she has the same kinds of thoughts that a man would have of thinking about other men and dreaming about sex with other people or being, you know, whatever. He doesn't really see her in in that format. I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm just thinking, you know, as a woman and and just dealing with men, how they are, how they react to certain types of women. And that's why I've always said that men compartmentalize women. They have the wife and then you have the mistress and the others. Completely different women in their minds.
0: Okay, on a on a on a grand scale, yeah, I I agree, I agree with that. I mean, we have we have like, okay, this is you know, me Tarzan, you Jane, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: we, we get to okay, that's 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 mine. So I've already marked territories, for lack of a better word, um, you know, <laughs> with her. <laughs> I'm just trying to clean it up, you know. And, right, right. All of, all of a sudden, you know, there's Shista going across the plains. There's like, ooh. And then Fat goes off and goes, ah, come here. Shista, you come now. And then she's like, no, I'm not going to this. She goes, bop, right over the head and drags her back to the cave. Meanwhile, Mock Mock is back here, you know, fixing Bonasaurus birds for Pebbles and Bam Bam. Right? <laughs> you so
2: You're talking about Flintstones. <laughs> okay. I know.
1: <laughs>
0: just making them names man and that that's Neanderthal man, you know,
1: so <laughs> right, okay. and then, you know
0: and it, it's like you know at, you know when, that's we get the terms knocks on the belt, knocks on the gun, knocks on the bedpost, right. whatever, because it's a conquering conquest type of thing where
2: mm-hmm.
0: we rape and pillage, you know so to speak things
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know from a grand scale, it's countries from a from a from a scale, it's people. So, you know, you have, you know, Napoleon is going to go off and conquer as many women as he possibly can until he gets, you know, Frederick the Second, and that's his Waterloo where he gets his ass kicked. Because now, while he's out conquering, you know, then Frederick the Great comes around back into the castle and goes, hey, Antoinette, how you doing? Oh, we're doing very good, thank you very much. <laughs> and then that happens. He comes back and he's on redback salamanders. Like, hey, what you been? Uh huh. <laughs> who's been up? Who's been up in the old kilt there, uh, girlfriend? You know. And then and, and then and she goes, "Well,
1: Cedric me to grind, but you away. Set me to loved me and comforted me." <laughs> and then he goes off into a freaking <laughs> corner,
0: balls up like a little baby. Because after all the hunting and gathering is concerned. Someone has hunted and hunted and gathered on his self. so now the hunter has now become the hunted
2: mhm well, okay, that was very interesting um <laughs> <Is> that that? <laughs> yeah that was that was that was really interesting and thank you so much for the um for the voices <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> but you know um, I know that you know a lot of Men, even though nowadays women are, you know, they have, they kind of be more, they act more like men, quote, unquote, meaning they are more independent. They have their own jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, they have means to secure themselves um, as far as um, financially. Um, mm-hmm. They have, sometimes they even have the means to secure themselves Physically, you know, I mean, hell, I can shoot a gun just like you can, motherfucker. And so... Oh, that. Never <laughs> mind. Yeah, that kind of security. Yeah. What are you talking about? No, not Never sex. mind.
0: No, never mind, never
2: mind. La, 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 <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> but socially still, even if a woman decided, okay, I have all these things, and but I still want to be... I still want to be promiscuous, I still want to go out and I want to have, I don't want a relationship, I just want to have fun with whoever I want to have fun with, I want to be a bachelorette I want to just enjoy that still socially does not fly well with us because we call her the whore um, you know, prostitute or whatever so that doesn't work well for women still in on, on this day and age and that's, and that's that's why there's so there's so much there's so many problems i think right now with men and women um because of the roles are changing and Absolutely. um you know they're changing and even though we say we're modern and that we um accept people for who they are and you can be whatever you want as long as you're still falling somewhere within that role of a male or role as a female you know, uh-huh. you're okay. But um, if you stray from that, you know, then um, then there's going to be problems and issues regarding that. So that that's the problem with the female um, trying to be the, you know, independent modern woman of the day. And that's where, you know, we run into this, you know, with monogamy, does it really exist anymore because there are so many men out there who are willing to be with you and you can do whatever you want, but when it's time for you to get married, would they actually really want to be with someone who's you know been with so many men? But you change it around if there's a woman looking at a guy, he's like, well, he's been with several different women, but now he's going to be with me, so it's okay. But, you know, she doesn't too much care that much about how many women that he slept with. For a woman, I think if you came up to her and said, I'm a virgin, I think that would alarm her, depending on how old you are. But, you know, that would be alarming. Mm-hmm. But if you said it to a male, is you know, a female, I am a virgin, um, he would be very pleased by that and you think he's struck gold with someone. So... But I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of interesting the roles of today. So, I mean, actually what the um what the professionals are saying is that we are not monogamous. And that we um that monogamy was invented for order and for investment, but not necessarily because it's natural. So, to maintain for order our- and investment order. See, when you have someone, see, the family structure is what is, um, keeps order within the community. If you have that, you know, what do you call it, the, what is it, the nuclear family? The nuclear, oh, the, the nuclear family? <laughs> right. If you have mom, dad, kids, picket fence, uh-huh. dog, whatever, um, That's more of an order and structure. And so that way, dad or whomever, or dad and mom, will get up, go to work, contribute to society in order to come home and feed the children. And you're more secure in that. So you will, you know, color within the lines in order to maintain that. If you don't have a reason, like if you don't have family, kids or whatever, then you can do whatever you want. You, you can move, you can, um, you know, you can pack up and leave. You can. I mean, you can go to work, not go to work, find another job. I mean, you have more freedom to do whatever you want in your head. Um, right. But if you have family, you can't do that. You have to do certain things, you know, to maintain that. So that, that causes order and structure, which I think is one of the reasons why in religion – a lot of the religions um, cater to, well, at least Christianity caters to, you know, the mon- uh, monogamous type of relationship. I
0: agree. I agree with that. I mean, and, and, and I really think, <clears throat> except if you're like, uh, well, as far as Christianity goes, yeah, that's that's the basis of what that's what we believe. Yeah. Because we are supposed to be, with you know, you're leaving Cleve, One man, one wife, blah, 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 blah. Now, the thing about it is, going back into ancient times, pre-Christianity, meaning before Christ came, I mean, Mm -hmm. it was, you know, you had different wives. guys had more than one wife back then. It was just, that, that was the nature or the order of things, how it was set. Not until, I mean, you know, Solomon had 700 conc- seven hundred wives, 300 concubines. I'm like, who had that type of time and who had that type of energy? Um, <laughs> I, I'm just saying, 700, dude, really? That's like, there's only 52 weeks in a year. There's only 365 days in a year. You had 700 wives. That's basically you, if you wanted to lay that down like end over end, you basically well- had to comfort every wife of yours for three years.
2: Well, that was an exaggeration. I mean, just like, who was that who who lived to be 600? Who was that who was supposed to live 600 years? Methuselah? <laughs> no. I thought Uncle it was Gilchand. like... No, it was, no, no. Somebody. I thought it was somebody in the Bible. This is your area. You know, you're the Bible guy. I mean, um, I thought it was somebody in the Bible who lived like... You know, six hundred years or three hundred something years or something like a ridiculous well, I mean, amount of time. Well, Adam was it, wasn't Moses. Was lived, wasn't Moses?
0: No. no, he only lived like a hundred something years. But Adam lived for like nine hundred years. Okay, Adam. You know, so. Okay. And then you fig and his first his sole command, aside from taking care of all the animals and stuff, was be mm-hmm. fruitful and multiply. And boy, did he! So, you know. We only you only hear about the three kids that he had. One mm-hmm. killed one and then yeah, the other one that was born later. But I mean, that's all they did. Because there's nothing else. Number one, there wasn't any T V, there wasn't any internet or cable or jobs to go to. So right. they were just, hey, be fruitful and multiply. Okay. So that that would I mean that's the way I see I mean and you know, and I'm you know, I'm I'm not I'm not saying, you know, what I'm not going to go either way as far as like, okay, well, this is what happened and this is what didn't happen. You know, that, that's not that's not this type of particular show. But, you know, we, as, you know, the, 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 what you said earlier, the, the order and the investment of what it is on a moral standpoint, yeah, that's what we're supposed to do. And I'm not even talking Christianity. I'm talking Islam. I'm talking, uh, uh, you know, I don't even know what Hinduism is. I don't know what their thing is, but, you mm-hmm. know, um, or what the other? I mean, there's so many religions out right now. You can't, you have to pick one. So pick one who has monogamous or, or who's polyamorous or whatever it is, and then go join them. If that's what you want to do, you know. But if you want to make for life with the same person forever, and hopefully it works out, then you either be Islamic or, or Muslim or you can be Christian, you know.
2: hmm well, in some um in some Christian uh religions or sects or whatever, they have, you know, polygamous partners and polygamous families which still go on today. And um we can even watch it on TV. We have Sister Wives mm-hmm. on TLC, um which is an actual reality TV show about a guy um his name is Cody Brown. And his four wives, which is Mary Janelle, Christine, and Robin, Robin is his last wife um and he had lived with well he was they were you know Mormons, but then um the Mormon church, i think they you know they broke up into sex or whatever and um the the part that he was a part of who believed in you know polygamy um the Mormon church kind of said, you know, we're not going to do that anymore. We're not going to have polygamy. Um, so it's illegal to do it, so we're not going to do it. And so, but there were, of course, you know, sets who still did it. And he was a part of that. And there are some polygamous families who are not religious. Um, I think there is a um, show called My Five Wives, and they are not religious, but they grew up in plural societies, but they or families, but they were not is not part of their spiritual or or religious, they just did it, and um so I would like to know now with okay, first of all with cody and and that family that's on sister wives, he is married to one person, they have uh-huh. one actual married um certificate marriage certificate, and the rest of the wives, the other three are spiritual wives, so they have a ceremony within themselves, within their community or whatever, but it's not like, you know, recognized by the state or anything Right, and, it's illegal Right, it's called bigamy, and in you know and that's, that's illegal Now I wonder, do you think that um, what do you feel about polygamy and that type of thing where you have you know, several wives Do you think it should be legal? Do you think that it's wrong? What do you think? I think to me, it's,
0: I don't know. To me, I don't agree with it. Um, just, I, I, just and I guess I just can't. I don't know. I just don't believe in it. I don't believe in it just for the fact that it's like, okay, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And you know, you, you you have to and think about and my thing, and and if we're going in the basis of trying to protect and nurture and care for our spouse and stuff like that, right. How the heck are you trying to take care of five different women at the same time? Not no, they're to mention that you probably gonna want have. Well, yeah, I mean they're doing it. I guess they're doing it well, you know. LL, what up? And but, I mean, I, I just to me, I just can't. I can't see it having that many, you know, wives at one time. Not that I'm going to go out and like do them separately, but it's just the fact all at once but that that would drive me crazy. I just don't. So I don't. I don't believe it. I don't. I don't like it. I don't believe in it.
2: Have you ever um, watched the show, Watch Sister Wives? I have.
0: I have never watched Sister Wives. I've seen. I think I saw them on Doctor Phil once. I think. Mhm. I think they were on Doctor Phil, and it was like really, dude. <laughs> you know, I just, I, 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 mean, I have more respect for the Dugan family than I have for these these clowns. You know, with the Dugan you know, family, the, that's the family that has like twenty kids. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> so the whatever their names are, whatever.
2: Yeah, no, I don't but know, I like
0: mean, that. I mean, you know, she she's like a her uterus is like working overtime. You know, they've got like uh, twenty children. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. And he and has like, like, okay. he
2: has like um, seventeen children. Jeez, See, between that. The, that's four wives. I mean, one of the wives had, I watched the show, so one of the wives has one because um, she couldn't have any more children afterwards. Um, and then the uh, between the others, I think they have maybe about like three to four each or more, um, depending on the, I think one has like five or whatever, but I think there's like three or four each. So, and then the, the last wife that he married already had kids before she came into their Kind of marriage, mm-hmm. so she she had like that, two two kids or something, and then they had a kid together.
0: So. That's crazy. I mean, I, I don't. Do you watch The Blacklist? No. Okay. There's this one episode in on the Blacklist like from the first season. One episode where this guy, um you know, it, he was going. The basis was the fact that he was adopted. Hmm. And his, you know, his family gave him up or whatever. This net, so he is like this crazy person that basically farms children.
2: Okay. Meaning that he
0: actually, yeah, he it's, he's fathering, siring, if you will, and farming mm-hmm. these these children from these prostitutes. And he had them in. A, it's like a farm. They have like their. They're either drugged or something to where they're basically in, a, in an induced coma for nine months. And okay. It, I mean, they're 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 pre they're ba- they're baking children. It's like it's crazy. They 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 actually go they're they're alive. hmm They're not brain dead or anything, and they were doing some kind of induced coma where they can he he you know puts his semen into them and fertilizes all their eggs, and it's like a big farm of nothing but pregnant women. It was so. Crazy. What does he do with
2: the what does he do with the kids? He adopts them out, sells them on the black market, or what?
0: Yes, yes, yes. That
2: is exactly okay. what he did.
0: <laughs> Crazy. That's ridiculous to I'm sorry, I, but anyway, I guess that's kind of off topic. But I was just like me of that. But anyway.
2: Well, here but, is what here is what uh, Cody and the other um, wives had to say about um, the differences between monogamy and um, polygamy.
1: So plural marriage is like monogamy on steroids. It's like bigger, (coughs) more complex, (laughs) kind of wild. More intense. yeah, for sure. It's like you definitely have the same issues that, you know, a monogamous marriage Uh would. You've just got more of it because there's so many more people to consider.
3: I I think both beautiful things and both things that make you struggle or, or troubling things in a marriage
1: are amplified by plural marriage versus monogamy, there's some similarities, of course there's some differences, but I think a lot of similarities are, I mean, these are four separate marriages, absolutely, in each one we're just as committed, Um, it's an eternal commitment that we've made with each other, and a lot of monogamous marriages are are like that. That's definitely a similarity. Uh I think in 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 monogamy, uh, couples that, that go a long time and they have a marriage that lasts have to actually consider always that they made a choice, and I think in plural marriage it's the same. We always have to consider that we made a choice and that's where it's at. Plural marriage, we make choices. Monogamy, we make choices. Uh, people make we make choices in plural marriage. Um, other people make choices in monogamy. And, and it's just a matter of honoring your choices and honoring your commitment to, to one another. I think it's the same on some level. It's just more moving parts.
2: Yeah, well, he says like there's more moving parts to it, but it's the same type of thing, and and more moving parts. Yeah. God. And the thing is, what's interesting is, um, and I watch the show, you know, because I, I think it's sociolo- sociologically, it's it's very interesting. Um, number one, they um, as they were saying, they have separate marriages, so and they 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 actually have separate <clears throat> homes. And so they live in Vegas and they live um, in like a cul-de-sac and they have bought out. And this is just this season, I think, um, because a few seasons ago they were they weren't living there. They were living in Utah. Uh, But they um, they moved there and they built they bought a land and they built four houses for each of the wives. And he goes back and forth. On you know the wife's particular day, and he just kind of rotates from one house to another, and the children of that wife lives you know with them of course, and in that particular house. So, and there's some polygamists who they all share the same kitchen, you know, so they all live in this, under one roof. And under that would drive me crazy. That I don't think I could do that. Um, but I think their particular situation would be more feasible for me in you know but you know the thing about it is as far as plural marriages i i don't feel that it should be illegal actually i really feel that it should be um it should be legal and i think if you will allow two women to get married or two men to get married i don't see why you shouldn't have a situation where you have plural marriages. I don't see anything wrong with it. And um and I however they did that legally as far as the marriage license, I think they should have they should have a set of rules for plural licenses where they you would get married under a plural license. And so each wife would have their own license, you know, to be married to this man or whatever. And I I don't know. I just don't think there's anything wrong with it. And when when I, I was curious when I watched the show to see their interaction. There is jealousy because they are human and they are, you know, women. So there is a bit of jealousy here and there, um, especially when the new wife came on board because they had been together for like 20 years and then all of a sudden he decides he's going to get another wife. So that was kind of a shake-up there. And that whole dynamic was actually... Pretty interesting So But I don't know I just think if you If you're going to allow Gay marriage Then you should allow Plural marriage I don't see anything wrong with it Especially on that level If you're going to do one You should do, be able To do the other
1: I hear you I
0: mean I, I guess it's what's good For the goose You know um, It's it, To me Honestly It seems like it would be More accepting Than gay marriage anyway
2: my well, yeah, I think so, too. I think, uh, you know, I think that um, it probably would be more accepting because um, normally, I mean, I think if you, because normally it would be like a uh, heterosexual type of thing, but, mm-hmm. hell, it could be, <clears throat> I have seen on there, they did run into a woman who was gay who had a couple of wives of her own. <laughs> um, really? Yeah, she had you know, a couple of wives, and and see, a lot of these people live in secret, you know. They, right. they totally, you know, live in, in secret, and so you don't know that they are, that their, you know, home life is this way. You could think, oh, well, that's just his, that's his wife, and that's, you know, a sister, or whatever. You know, you don't think about it um, when several people are living in the home, but yeah, I mean, so, I mean, if you would allow the plural marriage, then it would probably be plural, heterosexual, and gay as well. You know, you might as well just open it up. But I think if people are able, as long as no one is abusing someone else or, you know, or something like that, I think it's fine. You know, as long as you're, no one's being abused or the children aren't being abused or molested, just like with anything else, you know, I yeah. think I think it would be fine.
0: I think, and people have, I guess, and again, I'm not, I'm I'm not the, what I'm looking for. We're losing wars tonight. Um, I'm not (laughs) an advocate of, of either one of those types of situations. But, Mm -hmm. what I'm saying is, that I don't, as a a general thing, I think people look at them as a bunch of freaks anyway. (laughs) Like, you know, yeah, because well, I mean, they think okay, they you know they think that okay, if you're gay, then you just you just basically want to just sleep around and whatever, and do whatever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and then and if you're uh, if you're into polygamy, that you just want to just be able to bang, 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 bang anytime you want. So, and I think that that whole mis and because of the fact they live in secret, at least the people that are in polygamy live in secret, you don't know because you don't you're not even in that circle, so you're just looking on the outside looking in.
3: You're thinking there's right. one big
0: orgy on TV or one big orgy night after night after night when, obviously, dudes got to go to work or whatever, and they're doing, the, they're fixing home, they're doing homework, they're fixing dinner and blah, 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 and all that stuff. To it's, it looks like it's normal. Like, granted, that's probably for the cameras, but so just like you yeah, said, there's jealousy involved. I'm quite yeah. sure because, I mean, that's just, women in general are just, that's a, a thing. You know, that's mm-hmm. just a chemical thing that we have. We're jealous people by nature. Right. So, you know, and and how do you – to me, it would be like, okay, I'm looking at you like, okay, so you are a wife, okay? Oh, you're mm-hmm. married?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm married. I'm like, all right, cool, yeah, well, you know, what's your husband? And say, yeah, well, I've got – he's
0: got like four other ones. I'm like, what? You know, it's like – because I, my, I guess my question would be how does – how would a woman feel mm-hmm. knowing that she's not the only wife? I mean, it's bad well, enough if – if he's uh, in, you know if he's being uh unfaithful mm-hmm. but they know that okay in the next room or the next house over across the street his other wife is there so if he's not home he's probably over there or with the other one like down the street or something or like next door or in the backyard or whatever how do you, how does a woman feel knowing that she's one of many Literally, well, so, well, now talking about
2: thing. infidelity. Well, see, that's the thing, though, and and for me, when I look at that, I um <clears throat> I think it's better because um a lot of people are in plural relationships, and the difference is that it's lying involved. They um uh, mm-hmm. because the wife. Or husband or whatever, but usually it's you know the wife who knows that the their man has a mistress. She knows that, and um, it may not be actually. It may not be actually talked about. It may not be something that you know he has said. Okay, I'm going to go see my mistress Sandra now, and um, I'll talk to you in the morning. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't say that, but she knows damn mm-hmm. well he's he's not. He's not working out. He's not getting any thinner. <laughs> she knows damn well <laughs> he's not he's not working any more than he is because you you're not getting any richer. I mean, she knows damn well <laughs> that he is sleeping around with somebody else. What she's doing is just waiting for it to end. You know, she's waiting for the relationship to end. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or she's going on with her life. She's saying, I'm not gonna let him <clears throat> or let her take my break up my marriage over some bullshit. I'm not going cuz if right. I break up my marriage, then what is he going to do? He's just going to run to her or to the next one. So, why should I fuck up my life, my home life, you know, as a wife and my children's lives just, you know, so he can, you know, go ahead and and, you know, live this so she she lives with it. So, in other words, you are already in um plural relationships. Nine times out of ten. And it's just that you don't know. You know, you don't know, officially know. But you know right. damn well. But you don't officially know. So anyway, so you do the whole thing of, of looking through his phone, you do the whole thing of um, you know, following him around or whatever you do. You know, you're smelling his shorts, <laughs> you know, you're looking for <laughs> lipstick <laughs> earrings in his car, <laughs> counting his um you know, rubbers, whatever. You know, you're doing all this crazy Family bullshit. Yeah, you know. So it's stupid. But that's what people do in relationships when they, because cause we're not a monogamous, we're not monogamous creatures. We're just not. So anyway, so, um, but in a plural relationship in marriage, when you're already, it's out there, you know damn well, he's sleeping with somebody else because you know her. You were there at the wedding or the ceremony or whatever. And it's all out in the open. And guess what? Nobody's Nobody has to leave anybody because um, I already know. And our children can be brothers and sisters. You know, you can have your you know brothers and sisters, and they're all together. And they have this huge family, and they're all together. So I just think that if it's going to happen... Then you might as well be open about it. That's that's, you know basically what I'm saying. All right, we have a caller on the line. Um, What's up? This is Amy, our Southern Comfort. Yes, it's your Southern
1: Comfort calling from the Mm -hmm. icy
2: uh,
1: calling from the icy roads of Central Arkansas. (laughs) Well, we're we're all seeing again. We're off seeing again. So,
2: yeah. Well. It's not, it's not going to last much longer. We're almost out of here. We're almost back to spring. Back to the tornado. So. I'm tired of this crap. I know. I can't stand it. <laughs> All right, Amy. So, what do you think? We're talking about um, plural uh, relationships and everything. We've got we've gone past monogamy, so we've gone into the plural. Um, what do you think about um, plural relationships, such as like uh, sister wives, you know, and that kind of thing, where they have one guy and several wives. Well, I
1: mean, a lot of people think just because I spent 15 years as a stripper that I'm just open and game for anything. That I'm just you know a big liberal, a big liberal, which could not be further from the truth. Uh-huh. Um, kind of pretty, pretty old fashioned in in a sense. I think that. Everyone should be allowed to marry whoever they want to, um, mm-hmm. be in a relationship with whoever they want to. However, I think that when you choose to marry someone, whether it be a gay marriage or whether it be um straight marriage, that... Marriage is a commitment between two people okay. uh i don't I don't think that you should be able to have um a husband and a uh, wife i don't think as you know, a husband and a and a girlfriend on the side or whether you should be a, able to be in a gay relationship and have another husband or wife, whichever, whether it's gay between marriage between two men or, or two women, that you should have, have other partners. I just don't believe in other partners um, when it comes to marriage. Now, if you want to be single and not get married, um, mm-hmm. and and have multiple relationships and have, you know, 10 girls or 10 guys strung along and you want to have orgies and you want to have, you know, sex with four or five different people at the same time and that kind of stuff, then far be be it for me to deny you that. But I just believe and feel that marriage is between two people, whether it be gay marriage or straight marriage. I don't believe in that poor old shit. <laughs> I know people have a, I know people have affairs. I know that people have affairs. I right. know that people have affairs. But it's just wrong. Okay. You know, right.
2: uh, okay, now in the uh, chat room conversations, um, uh chimed in and said the man needs to be resourceful to do that in other words i guess to be in plural marriages um uh, people tend to only focus on the sex aspect but a man has to be strong to have two families to take care of and um legitimate yeah. legitimate family <clears throat> right right and you know and if as i'm i'm using the sister wives as a um as a great example of course because it's you know it's here we can watch it he, um, Cody, the, the husband, he is, he has a personality that I think is almost required <laughs> for a plural, uh, marriage. And he, he has a very, he's very vibrant. He's very sure of himself. He's very much of a, uh, a, a he-man kind of a guy. And, um, he's, he's quite, um, what's the word?
3: Um,
2: Manly. he's, he's centered on self. A lot you know, and this a plural marriage actually works great for his um personality, <laughs> I think to have so many um women um who are married quote unquote to him, so that um that works for him I mean, I think a passive guy um someone you know who's a, basically a loner couldn't do a plural marriage. it just wouldn't work <laughs> you know um because he would get tired of certain women and, you know, just, he would have to have a, a very vibrant uh, kind of personality uh, outgoing. Uh, the Conversations also said that the problem is people trying to define what marriage is for other people, the plural shit, has been around far longer than the other. Okay. You know, and, yeah, I think, um, Dre, I think you kind of touched on that earlier regarding um, uh-huh. how things were before um, Jesus came. and <laughs> But, you know, I mean, I think a lot of people did have more of a, a kind of plural relationships so like the kings and queens. Kings had, you know, several women. They had their queen, but they also had concubines. Um, they had their harems. Um, and, you know, some places still believe in that. And they have other, you know, women, and again, they have the the marriage that seems to be monogamous. And see, this is this is the whole thing. It it appears monogamous because you married your wife and you have your one household, and with those children in it, but you don't necessarily. It's not necessarily um, monogamous because they go off and, you know, he may have other women. Um, so, I don't know. I don't know. And Camilla. Right. Right. You know, well, that that was, oh, that was so stupid. That was something where so much, he should have been with her in the first damn place. Um, but that was some, you know, that's when you let your family rule you. And, you know... <laughs> And he was listening to everybody else.
1: I'll never but, forget listening to that um, interview with Diana, where she tells Diane Sawyer, "Well, there were three of us in this marriage."
2: Yeah. <laughs> and see, that's that's when you know, and that's what I was saying before. So it got you a bit crowded. Damn well. Yeah, you know, damn well what's going on. You know because a lot of times you know sometimes with marriage you know you marry not because you love this person but because it it's it works because it's a partnership, and you know you can combine your your resources together in order to to have a certain type of life um or you marry this person for business reasons in order to get into the family business or whatever or to look a certain way, to to have the appearance of stability so you can move up in your company or you can be perceived a certain way, like in politics. Um, if you're not married in politics, you're basically saying, I don't want to be elected to any damn thing. You need to be married, uh, and you need to maintain that relationship. You know, And that's why it's always so funny to me when people were talking about Hillary who like accepted Bill for all his infidelities? I said, well, first of all, Hillary wasn't going to let him, you know, getting his dick sucked in the White House fuck up her potential to be in the White House or anything else that she wanted. She wasn't going to fuck that up just because you know he decided to screw somebody. I mean, so what? So you know, I mean, so you you think of it on a different level because marriage is more than just that. Love relationship, which is another issue when it comes to marriage. I mean, people think only of the romance, and they don't think about, well, what does it mean? This is a legal binding contract that you're entering in with somebody. It's it's more than just... I love you, and I want to be with you for the rest of my fucking life, and all that great shit. I want to have babies by you. <laughs> no <laughs> the
1: vows. that you take it in that legal binding contract,
2: though? Right. Yes. It it right. There. There are vows. There are things you are promising this person. That's part of the, you know, the whole, the ceremony of it. But you are saying yes. It's good to love this person because otherwise, it's not going to work. If you don't have some sort of foundation. But a lot of times that doesn't matter to some people because they know damn well they're not getting married because I love you or I'm getting married to you because we want this certain type of life. And in order to have this life with my kids and everything, then there are certain understandings, you know. And so when someone says me and my wife or me and my husband have an understanding, they have an understanding of what the real shit is. That doesn't mean that they're going to accept you as the mistress, but it just means that you know it's, it's not always cracked up to be. Don't think that you know I'm so in love with this motherfucker.
1: Sad,
2: <laughs> it really is. Oh, it oh is. goodness, it is. But it's that's. you know, we have this dream about what a marriage should be, should be, but in reality, that usually is not what it is. And a lot of times, we we, we talk about before today, before, you know, back in the, you know, ancient days or whatever, people didn't get married to people they even knew. (laughs) You know, they were wedded to somebody. They were promised. Yeah, and those marriages lasted 50, 60, 70 years. Yeah, because they were logical. (laughs) They made sense, (laughs) you know. I was getting married because of this, and then we got that. So, hey, it works. And then over time you start to appreciate this person. You know, you appreciate them and then you fall, you know, you may even fall in love with them. Or at least have a um, um a, a good friendship. It's like, you know, that's why they called it companionship. You know, that was that was that's my companion and it's not so much my um lover. It's my companion. Sometimes they had lovers for other things. You know, they have other people as a lover, but this is the person I have I've partnered with. Like a business partner. You know, mm-hmm. a friend, a roommate, you know, a, a partner in life, a partner in crime, <laughs> whatever you know. This is, you know, so I don't know. I'm not married, so I don't have to worry about that kind of thing. Okay, well, we're gonna take a short break, and then we're gonna come right back, and we're gonna talk a little bit about get crystallized, and then we will get out of here. Okay, what happened to that? All right. Hey, this is Dre, and you're
0: listening to The Crystal Show. We'll be right back. No, no, really, we'll be back. Welcome to the first, largest, and most effective biker dating site for biker singles who are looking to meet other biker friends in the world. This is the best place for bikers and friends to get to
1: know each other, establish relationships, and talk about their interests or to help each other. Bikerkiss.com With members from all over the world. Whether you're riding cross country,
0: off road, riding a chopper, a cruiser, or an old vintage bike. If you're looking for others who ride on
1: a, a Harley, a Triumph, or a BMW, ride off with me.
2: Or you can write off with him dot com <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. All right. In the chat room conversations chimed back in and says, I don't think marriage is for most people and when I say most I mean at least 85%. Most relationships last around seven years. I think that's why you get married every seven years, as they say. Um, Long enough to have children and raise them past infancy. After that point, people become unhappy, quote-unquote, with the situation and want to move on. You know, they do say that you should remarry your spouse uh every you know seven years is a good number. some people will marry like after their children leave. in other words, when you have major changes in your in your life you should you should definitely like maybe recommit yourself to them because it's a different relationship once the children leave. you're no longer ma and pa <laughs> or whatever you're no longer pa. yeah, you're not that person anymore you um you're 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 a different couple now and I mean, how long has it been since you were alone in the house together? You don't even know who who the hell is this person. <laughs> so, <laughs> who the hell are you anyway? I don't even remember you. So you do have to like you know recommit yourself. So I think you should do that definitely every um, every every seven years, every you know few years that you're you know you have a major change or whatever in your life. Now who it was on some reality show? I think it was Basketball Wives where This crazy person, whatever, Jackie or whatever, she was getting remarried every year, which I thought was the most stupidest thing ever. Every year? Yeah, it was the stupidest thing. She would have this ceremony with her husband every single year. It was so ridiculous. I'm like, I get sick of planning. I would spend half the year planning for this stupid party. It's stupid. I mean, that's kind of... Whatever. Stupid. I mean, it's, kind of, it's stupid. I wouldn't
0: do it. Basketball-wise, that, I mean, that's enough said right there. The fact that I was on the <laughs> stupid show
1: anyway. Right. I hate yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right. It's time to get crystallized. <laughs> the things that came out today was Jody Arias or the Aries how do you say her name Jody Aries. Um, it, Arias um yeah she will not get the death penalty they came no. back it was it was like one fucking juror who opposed it and out of I don't know how many it was 11 jurors or the 12 jury jurors on the thing but anyway out of that One person would not change their mind to say, no, she should not be killed. Uh, So therefore, and this is the second actual um, time they've done this, so they can't do it anymore. So the judge had to rule that she would not be uh, put to death, so they would just decide whether or not, how long she would stay in prison, whether it be for the rest of her life or what. I just think that was crazy I don't know who this juror was, but if I was the sister well she's <laughs> totally, oh God, I would totally go after i mean this woman fucking she just brutalized this man she i mean was overkill i mean it was so obvious she was crazy as hell, and um if any if anyone needed the death penalty, she did. I mean, she totally stalked, set this man up. I mean, it was ridiculous. ahead, Because he didn't want to be with her stupid ass? Oh, God. <laughs> well,
1: Crystal, I followed this, this trial for three years. Okay. I started watching this trial back in 2013. Month. Mm-hmm. My- uh, of day after day after day after day of watching h l n and and social media and all that you know, mm-hmm. and you're right, like, if anybody wanted the death penalty, it was her you know i I kind of blamed the first uh jury because they did locked uh eight uh eight to four mm-hmm. um Eight for the death penalty, four against. Well, this is, this this sentencing phase, second jury, who didn't hear months of testimony, who didn't hear Jody Arias on the stand lying her ass off for twenty eight days. Oh, I know. Um, they didn't get half of what the jurors heard in the original trial. Mm-hmm.
3: And they they come
1: out 11 to 1 in favor of, of the death penalty. One lone juror. Well, Kathy Schofield, Schofield did some investigating on this woman, and she, this woman is very suspicious Because she had mentioned in jury uh, selection that she had seen bits and pieces of the um, Lifetime movie. Um, And oh, but oh, she was, you know, oh, she would have no problem, no problem um, with the death penalty. And also that she had been in an abusive um, relationship herself. Well, kind of find out this woman's been in a domestic violence abusive relationship before. She, on her Facebook page, she has a law of attraction uh, information about her uh, uh, Facebook page about the law of attraction. Like right? she's got Nancy Grace, uh, like and all kinds of suspicious stuff. All the jurors were t- telling suspicious stories of. That she said and behavior she depicted and things like that, and that she wouldn't really participate in deliberating, and she was just she was standing her ground, and and they were like, well, what do you th- think deserves the death penalty? What kind of scenario does it take that you would give somebody the death penalty? And she just. I don't know, this juror seems just there's so much about her character and behavior that's just completely suspicious. Like, she had an agenda to get on that jury, or that once she got on the jury, she started doing her homework, finding out more about everything, if she didn't already know. You can go in there and lie to a judge. Judge Sherry Stevens was not passing out lie detector tests to those jurors in jury selection. <laughs> if you ask me, Amy, um, would you have any problem imposing the death penalty on this woman? Oh, no, 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 uh, Judge Crystal, I certainly wouldn't. No, wouldn't have a bit of prob- problem at all with it. And be lying my ass off. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean it's, uh, I so. it's it's you know it's one of those oh, things that, that's such a shame. Um, I it really it pained me to hear the you know the sister crying in in the courtroom, but yeah, <laughs> just just horrible. Okay, in the chat room, uh, conversations uh, said housing people for the rest of their life is extremely wasteful. The U.S. needs to buy an island and put people on it to fend for themselves. Um, yeah, that was called Australia. And um, <laughs> that's... <been> <laughs> that. <laughs> so, uh, we already did that. And, you know, that didn't work too well. But... <laughs> you still I'm have to out out <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that too. They did that, you know. But, yeah. that um, But they did that in um, Australia. That's how Australia came to be, um, basically. They sent all the all the uh, convicts over there to that island, huge island, and then eventually, you know, it went to the wayside. All right. Uh, somebody else. There's plenty of people in the world, um, or at least in Hollywood, who have decided that Kim Kardashian cannot raise her kit. And, oh, <laughs> they, 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 they talk about it. Um uh, Karen Osborne has gone to say um has come out to say that North West who is Kim Kardashians and Kanye West um little girl is not an accessory. Um she was pissed off I tell y'all last week. I know, I know. She was pissed <laughs> off because um Kim had uh put the little girl in a um a little fur kind of a suit or whatever. And uh, she got upset about that, and uh, maybe she thought that it looked like, I don't know, a purse or something. I don't know why she got upset, but she got upset because she's she's very much into PETA, and she doesn't believe in, you know, people wearing fur, et cetera, et cetera. So um, she decided to go off on that. And um, so what, it, what she said was, North isn't an accessory. She shouldn't be wearing ugly couture clothes. And she says that fur makes her physically sick, and wearing it is very dated—a very dated way of showing everyone how rich you are. So, okay, and uh, you, I mean, I don't have her English accent to go into, but it was. <laughs> so, you know, every, it's
1: so- that everyone shows you how rich they are. Then well, we are
2: not got- amused,
1: Kim Kardashian.
2: Well, actually, Sharon is no. Sharon is more Cockney, <laughs> whatever <laughs> kind of. We
0: accent. don't really like all that stuff, you know. You're not really accessory. You know what say I'm
1: saying, Mike? <laughs> is that better? Yeah, that's better. <laughs> all right,
2: cool. That's more her. Well, I'm gonna give it
1: to you in straight up Southern English, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> with a Southern twang to it. Southern twang. You know, uh, Rose McGowan, if y'all ever seen the movie uh, Jawbreaker with Rose McGowan no. and Rebecca Gayhart, anyway.
2: Yeah, I saw it when or, it first came out, yeah.
1: One of that movie, one of my favorite movies. And she's talking uh, to, and her character's talking to one of the other characters, and she says, it's like when people get money for the first time. They drip themselves in diamonds and furs and blah, 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 blah. It's called new money. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: And, you know, uh, uh, Molly Brown, uh, They that's what um, they said about Molly Brown. They called her new money in the movie Titanic. Yeah. That's, Sharing off on what she said, I mean, there, there, it's like there's truth to it. It's like you're just showing how rich you are and that you can afford this. You can afford furs and you can afford couture uh, clothes and, and that kind of stuff. Uh, so you're going to drip yourself in it and these big designers and stuff because you can.
2: Right, yeah you know and,
1: it's it's kind of the, the same thing it's it's like new money
2: yeah and you know i mean okay i um <laughs> i you know i hear what you're saying and everything but you know what i i just find it interesting that um in in a short period of time um there was was it Anna Wintour, who we all know is, um, you know, fashion, you know, goddess, um, Vogue magazine? And she, um, she, you know, was upset saying, you know, kind of ridiculing uh, Kim and Kanye for bringing the baby to, you know, the fashion show over New York. Was it New York Week? Or was it in Paris at that time? I think. I can't remember. But anyway, it's, um, so she was upset about that, saying that. You know, it's ridiculous. Why in the world would you bring, you know, this baby who was screaming and crying, which she was, to, you know, to a fashion show? I mean, why would... She, she's not going to want to sit there for hours on an end to see people walk across a fucking stage. That is boring as hell. And so she's right. crying, like, like, <laughs> a little, like a little baby would cry. You know, they would cry. Well, and, I'll tell things you know, that,
1: that she's trying to... Um, I don't know I, sorry, I sound so judgmental, but it, that's it, okay it it, it it just seems like they're trying to one up um jay z and beyonce. It always seems like there's a competition between them and mm-hmm. and and maybe they're trying to um uh surpass uh with north notoriety and, and uh, publicity and
2: famousness, yeah.
1: whatever the hell you want to call it, over blue.
2: Well, you know what? The thing is, as soon as... And I said this in my... I'm trying one. to turn her
1: into the new Surrey Cruise. You
2: uh, know, is- Surrey
1: Cruise, was a big deal about all the couture clothes she wears and stuff.
2: Well, as soon as North was born, she was born... Basically a Kardashian, and so that means that she was going. She's going to be on the show, okay? She's going to be um, a part of this world. So and you know and I think that people, first of all, people love to hate Kim. So it probably wouldn't matter what she did unless she just completely stayed out of the spotlight, which she can't do. I don't think she lives <laughs> off of that though. She I know lives, it's, it's her thing. that it is. Seriously, she loves for
0: people to hate her because if you hate her, guess what we're doing now? We're mm-hmm. talking about Kim Kardashian. We're talking we're about her it. Relevant. <laughs>
2: exactly, exactly. So let's move on so, to somebody else. <laughs> exactly. All right. All right. Speaking of babies, Chris Brown has a baby. Her name is Yikes. Royalty. Yes, her name is Royalty. Royalty. And that as I so said in my out. article, I think that. Um, the baby mama, or her name is Nia, mm-hmm. I believe, uh, named her royalty, as in royalty checks. <laughs> 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 this is what I say. I names. It. But anyway, this is a woman um, that, I guess, you know, he had been around for a while and was a friend of his or whatever. And they must have had, she was married at the time of conception. <laughs> and... So, uh, and obviously, All I think they, and everything they broke up and everything but um, but at the time she was married, so they had I guess a moment of um of you know passion, weakness or whatever, and um, out of that, boom, there's a baby, and what's funny about that to me is is that Chris Brown was messing around with rihanna she was he was with you know tran, you know Karuchi Tran. And, um, neither one of them get pregnant, or if they did, I hope they didn't have an abortion, <laughs> you know, um, or at least I hope Tran didn't, because I think if Tran had a had gotten pregnant, she would have definitely kept the baby, there's no fucking way she would oh, have God, yeah. gotten, rid of, gotten rid of it, so, um, but here's this chick that he sleeps with maybe once or twice, I mean, they just said once, but you know how that goes, um, and boom, she gets pregnant. Mm -hmm. I just think that's hilarious (laughs) I just think that is so hilarious And so Tran is pissed off And um, She's like Screw it I'm done I'm tired I can't I can't I'm not raising somebody else's kid Screw you So she really Has been upset And um, I just think that Is just hilarious But another hilarious quote unquote part is that the girl was going out with this guy and told him that that was his baby so now we have what? this guy who's like wait a minute wait a- i thought i was the father you know and they like, had nope, did sorry no right they had did a, um a test. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Yeah, they did a test, and you know, they did all got They're all the And they said, um, no, that's not your baby. This is, um, actually the, baby. the father is Chris Brown, and it's been proven. And um, so you know, now allegedly he went on Twitter, or yeah, I think he went on Twitter or whatever, and he said that, or Instagram. He said that he was really sad about it, that he really loved his family, he really loved his little girl, and now, it, you know, everything has been ripped up from under him. And I think that's, you know, I think that's so horrible. And in the chat room, uh, uh, Talk to Q chimed in and said that, um, uh, doesn't she break up with Chris every month? Well, yeah, you know, Tran does, and that's why I said, you know, she she'll be back. I mean, if you can, how do you put up with infidelity and him going back and forth and using you as some sort of second wheel, you know, to Rihanna? And then um, you just find out that he has some kid by a girl that he's not even, you know, bouncing back and forth with. He just he had a fling with her probably when you two were off. We will assume. And um, you know, I mean, how can you not accept his child? That's so stupid.
0: Okay, here's my question, here's my question, here's my
3: question,
0: all right, now, Q, you called us from the road last week, okay, you're home, but then now you want to get in the chat room, I mean, that's counterproductive, dude, you're not helping us.
2: All right, anyway, uh, talk to Q in the (laughs) chat room, says, um, because she wants a royalty check, too. That's why um, Tran is upset. I think Tran is upset. You know, it's just like with any any woman. You're in a relationship, okay? You're in a relationship with someone, and, um, every, you know, you may be on and off with them, you know, and everything. And I've had actually had this happen, um, where I was in a kind of, well, not so much an on and off relationship, but it, it was a relationship. And then in our off time, he was in another relationship. He ended up getting the girl pregnant. Now he has a kid. I was pissed off. Mm-hmm. I was basically done at that point. I was done. Oh yeah. And yeah, you know, and I was, I was like, okay, this is never going to go anywhere, because now, it's, now it's, here's his other little kid. And because when you think kid, I think baby mama, motherfucker. So that means. <laughs> You know what I mean? You, now this is someone new in our relationship that i got to deal with. Not just the baby. Now i got to deal with this chick. You know what I'm saying? So it, 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 it shifts your feelings in, in, in about the person. It shifts whatever dream you had about having his child, about being, you know, in that relationship. I'm sure Tran was thinking that. It's like, okay. I've been through everything with this motherfucker. I have stuck by him. I am right or die. I am here for him. Blah, blah, blah. Everybody's talking about me, but I don't care. I'm still with this guy because I love him. We're going to eventually get married, and we're going to have children. Everything's going to be beautiful. Now, he already has a kid with somebody else while we're in and out. I mean, how much more can you take? You know? Oh, and... um talk to Q. Q responded to you, Dre. He said, LOL, I have company, so I wasn't able to call tonight. So there you have it, Dre. Here's your answer. It
0: better not be my valentine. That's all I know.
2: I have a question. How
1: does when does Chris Brown find the time to even make enough money for a royalty check in between beating on Rihanna and cheating on his girlfriend and getting other women pregnant and arguing <laughs> with people on Instagram and all that shit, when does he have time to make make any music? Um, I mean, I'm not a Chris Brown fan. fan. I've never listened, list, never heard one song by him that I'm oh aware God. of. That is. Yeah. First of all, I, I love I know this I am a guy for his off-stage antics. He's beating up yeah. paparazzi, beating up Rihanna, he's arguing with people on Twitter and Instagram and getting chicks pregnant and uh, just, he makes Kanye look like a saint. <laughs> we know the bottom line is. The bottom line
0: like, is Chris Brown ain't loyal.
2: Hey, these girls ain't loyal. Hey, that's a song I could play. Uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, first of all, I'm a Chris Brown fan. I love Chris Brown, and I love his music. And um, I, yeah, <laughs> I love just about every song that he that he puts out there. So, but no, he is. He's he's out there. He's um he after his little stint in jail, as soon as he got out, he was back back in the studio. So yeah, he has stuff out there definitely, and he has new stuff that just came out. So. So he's working. He's definitely working. Um and I think um well him and who was that on tour? He was with um dude that I love. Um Trey Song. Thank you, Trey Songs. He was he was on uh, just on tour with Trey Songs. So anyway, so yeah, they are. He's working, hey, he's young, he got plenty of energy. <laughs> okay. Plenty of energy, that's for sure. So so anyway, I feel sorry for this this little guy and everything and um yeah. Well I'm gonna end it with this. They um very sad news from last week, um last weekend that Leonard Nimoy died and I was very, very upset. Um he played Doctor uh not Doctor. He played Spock Mr. Master Right, he wasn't a doctor. He played Mr Spock or Mister just Spock on um Star Trek the original Star Trek and of course in the movies and um he was eighty three years old and he lived a very long life and had a very um great career with this iconic um role that he played and and he worked. He worked all the way. You know, he was in the last you know movie and you know he made lots of appearances in, you know, the Star Treks that were, uh, you know, some of the series uh, continuously. So he stayed with the franchise for a long time. That's why he was so beloved, you know, and everything. So definitely feel, <clears throat> you know, it was a sad day for Trekkies last week.
0: Yeah, it is. I mean, he out of, honestly and truly, I, I mean, I like Kirk and everything else, but he undoubtedly was my favorite character. Yeah. Just because, I mean, it was Spock, man. I mean, come on. I mean, come on. The dude was the ultimate character, the ultimate person, the ultimate character on Star Trek. Yeah. You know, the Vulcan, okay. total logic, total introvert, you know, love mm-hmm.
1: the dude. You
0: know, I I just... I don't know. It, that sucks, the fact that he passed away. But, I mean, like you said, he he lived a very long life. And he mm-hmm. was true to the franchise. He was true, true to his fans. And I think there was, like, a uh, an article from, like, this thing back in the 60s about this mm-hmm. kid that wrote it who was biracial or something like that. It was pretty interesting. From, you know, yeah. the time. You know, and the fact yeah. that he was instrumental in Michelle Nichols getting her pay salary adjusted. Mm-hmm. because she was getting less than everybody else. Of course. And it right. was like, there's just certain things you didn't hear about that from Leonard Nimoy. It's like, wow, dude, that's just pretty cool. You know, so, I mean, and and to be quite honest with you, you know, just from what I've heard and read, mm-hmm. he was probably the coolest one out of all the characters next to Michelle Nickel.
2: Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, he was. I Shatter was, Shatter's
0: a dick, man. <laughs> that's from what I heard, man. Shatter <laughs> is a total asshole. Because even even James Doohan said that you know he likes Captain Kirk but he hated Bill Shatner.
2: Oh yeah, I mean you know I mean he was um, actually if you <laughs> if you watch Galaxy Quest, which is the kind of a spoof off of Star Trek, if you watch that, then you you kind of get an idea of the different characters. It's so hilarious. But um, but no, so yeah, for for us true Trekky fans, um, we lost. You know, a great one, and um, but it's bittersweet because again, he had a very, a very long life, a very productive life. And um, Q in the chat room says Spock was the reason he started watching Star Trek, and even the character um, today in the in the new movie that they did in 2009. I mean, that character really kind of they did a great job with all of the characters and the Spock character really stood out and I mean because yeah it was a, it's a great character it's a great character so, so well, I think in- you know just just like Donna Douglas
1: who passed away a few months ago he's mm-hmm. a timeless classic his character is a timeless classic that will go on for generations mm-hmm. you know ahead to um enjoy. Um the the current kids who are enjoying Star Trek of their parents that um enjoyed it you know, their kids will go you know, they people yeah. like him and Donna Douglas, you know, are are, are classics that will outlive Chris Brown any day of the week Ain't <laughs> you know I mean, nobody gonna be listening to Chris Brown In 20 years Trust me
0: Well here's my thing also um, Which You know I don't know if you just heard about Harrison Ford
2: Yeah Which is ironic well, yeah.
0: since he was in a He was in a plane crash and I, I mean he's Han Solo He's a pilot so I mean, there's a little bit of irony there, but I mean, you know, and he's he's not he's not actually young either. He's up there in age too. Yeah. So I'm hoping that he's going to be okay. So you know, our thoughts and prayers go with him. I mean, and that's right, and because the new movie's coming out pretty soon. So you know, we definitely want to see him. You know, hopefully, you
2: know, he recovers quickly. Yeah, yeah, you know, so and, and you know, and that's the whole thing. Yeah, when you get up in age, um, something that you know is simple that someone else may recover from that. You may not. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So because of your body is just, you know, older and giving out. All right. So, um, great show next week. Uh, we will be discussing, um, Marcus Graham. So the examination of Marcus Graham, which we'll be -hmm. talking about Mm -hmm. the caricatures, um, of of the different types of 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 men and um uh, relationships and, and and the people that were in that movie they had so many different uh characters uh characters in there of different type of um stereotypes of the player the nice girl the good girl the um bossy bitch girl the I mean it's really interesting and the nerd um you know, just so many different kinds uh, of characters, which was really interesting about love and relationships. So, we're going to talk about Boomerang, and we're going to have some uh, pretty funny little shorts that will clips from the movie and and everything um, of the different characters. So, it should be a fun show. So, tune in, call in live to talk about the different characters, whether you know the movie or not. It's um, It'll be interesting to talk about the different relationships, that we types of people that we have and everything. And, and um, Q in the um, chat room did say that the new Spock did an awesome job, and he's still my favorite, yes. And But anyway, um, so I want to make sure that you guys uh, check in with us next week for that show. Go to thecrystalshow.com to check in um, with what's coming up and um, take a listen to the podcast and some of the older shows as well. All right. Any final thoughts quickly from Amy?
1: Um, Well, it's been a a crazy day. I sprained my wrist, and, uh, um, you know, I I was not stunned by the verdict of the Jodi Arias retrial I had prepared For it, because of a question that the jury came back and asked Judge Stevens, Um, I had a a pretty strong suspicion that they were were deadlocks. Um, But you know, it's still it's still a shock. I can only pray that you know Judge Stevens gives her life without parole. And not just a life sentence, because in Arizona you're eligible for parole after 25 years. Um, so I hope and pray from everything that she has seen since 2008 that she will give her life without parole. And that she never has the opportunity to get out again, ever.
2: Yeah, I hope so. Ever. I hope so, Right.
1: That family has been put through pure hell for two this two thousand and eight, the Alexander family. It's just it's sad. It's
2: really sad. All right. And um I'd like to thank um the conversations for chiming in tonight with us and thank Talk to Q for chiming in and also uh, for being one of our sponsors tonight. Thank you, Amy, so much for calling in um, and keeping us going here. Um, also, our sponsors, Biz, please check them out. And our official sponsor, Akita the Hunter um, Children's Book. So, everybody, um, thanks so much for listening. And remember to check us out on Facebook and Twitter. And I will say, peace to fingers and I'll see you guys, um, this Saturday for the weekend show. We didn't have one last week because I was mourning Spock, um, and we will. Well, I was. I was. I was sad. I was all in my Star Trek world. I'm a Trekkie. I was. I was. I was sad, and I was in a Star you Trek and world. You were in your bulky feelings. Yes. Yes. I was. You know. So anyway, um, but we'll have it this weekend. And um, so we'll see you back Saturday and then next weekend to get into our next show. So thanks, guys. Peace. Two fingers.
1: Go on.
2: The Crystal Show was created, written, and hosted by Crystal Hickerson. It is produced and co-hosted by Andre Saunders. The Crystal Show is owned and operated by Trinity Productions. For more information on the show, please visit thecrystalshow.com. Thank you for listening.